0: Before we get started, I want to talk to you all about WD Marketing Group. WD Marketing Group is a Tuscaloosa, Alabama-based marketing firm focused on helping small and local businesses with all of their digital, social media, and traditional marketing needs. WDMG has helped clients in a wide variety of industries surpass sales and growth goals while maintaining true brand identity for the client. Your business is too valuable not to market. Let us help you. You can find WD Marketing Group on the web at www.wdmarketinggroup.com. And if you mention this podcast, you'll get 10% off of full services for a full year. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of the Against the Shift podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Luker, along with my co-hosts, Elizabeth Keane and Kate Smith. Guys, how are y'all doing? Good. Happy the revs are in.
1: Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, obviously my dogs aren't in, but I'm here.
0: Yeah, well, you know it. You know, I, I'm honestly shocked that uh, Ole Miss got in, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that a little bit down the line. So let's recap the SEC tournament. Obviously, not a lot of it mattered, but there was some uh, some storylines that we should cover. Cade, what do you think about it? Um, obviously
2: Kentucky and Alabama's run, kinda all for not, uh, made kind of a late bubble push, but didn't really turn out to mean a whole lot. Uh, the RPI is obviously really, really flawed from, you know, just seeing that weekend. Um, Alabama started out 2-0, and and RPI climbed uh, to 41, I believe. And uh, they proceeded to play Texas A&M and Florida uh, to the hottest, country right now and dipped 10 points within two games after rising four points uh, in the two wins previous. So obviously, uh, what it taught me is the RPI system is very flawed. Um, Obviously, any system you implement is going to be, but uh, that's certainly something the NCAA needs to address. Uh, Obviously, Florida played their way in uh, to a host. Not surprising. They've been playing really good balls of late. And Tennessee won, kind of what we all expected, but uh, didn't really play their way uh, out of a hosting spot, as a lot of us thought. So, uh, in all reality, there wasn't really a whole lot going on as about what we expected, and particularly uh, from the standpoint that Tennessee won it, as we all expected. Yeah, Elizabeth, what were
0: your takeaways?
1: <laughs> um, I was surprised at some of the teams that kind of dipped a little bit earlier than I would have thought like Arkansas was gone pretty quickly Vanderbilt didn't last too long and I guess really in the end it obviously didn't matter for them they were gonna make the tournament no matter what just with their records and RPI and but um I was kind of surprised they fell as early as they did I think it's kind of a little bit of a foreshadowing for how things are gonna go in the regional I mean it's it's good I guess they didn't have to go too far and use up a lot of their pitchers and get tired before regional start, but I was still really surprised at how they did. And then teams like Kentucky, um, I was surprised Kentucky made it as far as they did. So hats off to them, even though they, that was kind of the end of the year for them. it was a good sign for maybe next year, I'd say.
2: Um, And teams that usually dominate Hoover, um, speaking of, you know, Vandy, uh, Ole Miss, uh, LSU, uh, all – all really quiet, one and two, one and two, and oh and one, uh, respectively between those three. Just a weird year overall in the SEC. So it wasn't surprising to me that teams eleven and twelve made it as far as they did because all throughout the year teams three, honestly two through twelve prior to A and M's little hot streak, but teams three through twelve recently, not a lot is separated. Not a lot is separated. Obviously team twelve uh, or team eleven Alabama, uh the eleventh seed has beaten Three seed Arkansas three out of four times within the last week, and Arkansas has been another team's kind of in blah all year. 0 and two in Hoover, uh, not surprising because all throughout the year the batting average has just been atrocious. But uh, the home runs have carried the way, and that's just not a not a formula you can rely on uh, in postseason baseball. And I mean, you're starting to see the Arkansas went from a host to. I think, what should have been a three seed in the NCAA tournament uh, very, very quickly. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a quick exit from them as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a really good tournament. You know, they finished strong after the weather. I thought that was going to be an absolute nightmare and that they were going to have to go to single elimination. But they didn't, and, um, you know, everything turned out really well, and it went off without a hitch. So um, I think we learned a lot about some teams. But, you know, honestly, you can't really – you know, determine too much based off of what happens in Hoover because, as we saw last year, Mississippi State, you know, lost two and didn't just lose two; got killed. And in, in my mind, and in a lot of people's mind, they're like, "Yep, they're falling, fading at the wrong time, and they're not going to do anything." And you know, just so happens that they win the national championship. So uh, obviously, uh, speaking of speaking of the yes. the rain in Hoover,
2: yes. uh, uh, are we going to allow three days of rain? To change where we play this tournament? Um, absolutely not. No. Uh, Hoover is the perfect place to play at Central. Uh, you're going to draw in Alabama, you're going to draw in Auburn, you're going to draw in Ole Miss, Mississippi State, LSU, uh, and obviously now Tennessee. And you draw on those six or seven teams consistently every year. Another team like Tennessee makes a run, you draw on an eighth team. You move it somewhere that's not near as Central or not near as kid friendly, uh, not near as personable. Um, it's an intimate location. In no way, shape, or form, should they be moving from Hoover, based off three days of rain. And uh, there's three straight days of rain. And you know, the tournament finished on time in the format it was supposed to. That speaks a lot to the testament uh, of the tournament and the way it's designed and formatted. Uh, that they can have three straight days of rain and still be able to play it um, and play it the way it's supposed to be played. So, and just I wanted to hit on that real quick is that hoover is the perfect place for this tournament and the fact that there was rumblings all week about how it should be moved was
0: absolutely just a terrible take yeah they were all complete i saw one dude that wanted it to be in the, the trop in tampa which might be the worst decision or worst idea i've ever heard yeah you'd have about 10 people there and yeah. even globe life you would
2: get a good crowd but it would just look so empty you would have twelve thousand people there in a forty thousand seat venue it would just look wrong
0: but like would would you get a lot of people because globe life is in arlington i mean that's that's a long drive i mean i don't think you're going to get a lot of the the auburn fans that go the alabama fans that go definitely not the lsu fans that go because you gotta remember these a lot of these people bring their rvs out there they're tailgating all week they're drinking everything like that and in dallas and arlington there's really i mean there's not a lot of space and character for that you know
2: you got to think,
0: though, with Texas and Oklahoma's move,
2: you're obviously going to get those two. If those were that is true,
0: yeah. And I mean,
2: LSU fans are going to be LSU fans regardless. That, um, that is that's true. what they do. But like you said, though, you're, you're not going to get near as much of the Alabama schools base or the Mississippi schools base, obviously, beside the few alumni uh, that are Ole Miss in Dallas because there's a little bit of a base there. Um, I mean, places that you could move and make it a small, intimate location and still, like, draw in decent crowds. It could be something like Gwinnett, uh, you know, where the good Gwinnett Stripers play, uh, the minor league park. Minor league parks and maybe, like, Memphis, something like that, something small and still intimate and where you can draw in a central location. But uh, Texas, uh, Arlington, uh, Houston, the Trop, Nashville, I'm not particularly fond on movements those places i like the small uh intimacy of what hoover brings and if you're gonna try to move it at least try to replicate the the intimate factor of the location
0: yeah i think those are all great points Um, moving on a little bit obviously the bracket came out today and boy there were some decisions that the committee made that are leaving people very very angry on twitter Um, So let's talk about it. Uh, Elizabeth, what did you think about the um, NCAA's decision to uh, leave out NC State, sneak in Ole Miss, and um, stuff like that?
1: Um, You know, this might come out wrong because I attend Mississippi State, so people are going to automatically be like, well, of course you don't want Ole Miss in it. Um, From a baseball standpoint, I think NC State got snubbed pretty bad. Um, Definitely feel for them after last year's whole – I guess you'd call it an incident in the NCAA tournament in Omaha when they got sent home at 2 a.m. because of a COVID outbreak. But um, I think that they honestly, they had more going for them and they were completely blindsided by that. Some of the teams that got in over them. Now, I'm not saying specifically Ole Miss. I'm a little surprised that Ole Miss got in because um, they did have that slump that lasted About a month, two months in the The middle of the season. uh, There, the whole season. I mean, the beginning wasn't bad, and they picked it up some at the end. But I mean, overall, I think that um, those two should have probably been switched around a little bit. The rest. Well, as you say,
2: I don't think ever should have been on the bubble to begin with. I was shocked. I thought they were a solid. I, w- exactly. I thought they went into the week as a three seed and then they made a run all the way to the A C championship. So I was thinking solidifies a two seed. I think what we should be talking about more is Rutgers of 45 and 14 power five team, 45 oh, and 14. That's a lot of wins. Um, they, they didn't make the NCAA tournament as well. And so it's, it's been, it was a really inconsistent NCAA tournament field. Cause, uh, they, I think they came out and said, um, They came out and said that uh, they're going to dig a lot deeper than what's on the surface uh, for, you know, the metrics and all that. But, I mean, obviously they didn't. Uh, 39 RPI for Ole Miss, uh, like 42, 43 for Rutgers. That held weight. Uh, Ole Miss had a little worse of an RPI than NC State but had one more conference win. So, on paper, it just kind of looked like they scratched the surface of what was there and ran with it. Uh, and NC State fans are a lot better than me. I would be outside of NCAA headquarters right now after what they've endured for the last month. Uh, So kudos to them for not doing anything super irrational
0: because uh, they're a lot better than me. Yeah, I I definitely would be, oh, goodness gracious. I I can't imagine the uh, Ole Miss fan reaction if roles were reversed. It would be... Mm It would be brutal, but um, oh, yeah, you know they were robbed of a national championship last year. Not obviously, probably you know who knows, but I like to say that to all my state friends. Huh. Um, and it's just been a, you know, it's been a. They had they started off so hot, you know. Tommy Tanks was hitting nukes. It felt like every at bat, and obviously he had a great year. I think he finished with twenty six home runs. I'm pretty sure. I think um, that's right.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, twenty six. So it's just a a tough, tough. You know, 365 days or however long it's been since they got sent home. And, man, I mean, what else can you do? You know, it's not like the ACC was some slouch of a conference this year. You know, they had so many great teams. And, um, you know, Louisville, Miami off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of some others. But it's just a, a tough break for them. But the Ole Miss Rebels are headed to Miami and to uh, play in the Coral Gables regional. And, you know, Mike Bianco has a chance to, you know, coach for his job because from what I'm hearing and what I'm reading and everything that I've, you know, been gathering, he is probably going to be gone unless he makes a, uh, a serious run. So Shout whatever. out to
2: John Cohen for trying to um, screw us by not screwing us this time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Saying, oh, I, I got you all this time, hopefully. Y'all let him stay around. Um, yes,
0: big uh, shout, shout out, out
2: to Cullen, once again. We we I don't think we really wanted this. We did, but we didn't. We don't really know how we feel about it. But um, I mean, if he makes a run, I guess I'll sit over there and cheer for him because he is in
0: powder blue and red. I you know I'm excited for the Tim Elko's of the work for you know Tim Elko for Kevin Graham who may or may not be coming back, um, and you know Justin Bench all the seniors. I think you know, they get one more chance to go out there and and put on the Ole Miss jersey. And so I'm excited for that. But at the same time, does Ole Miss have what it takes to make a long run? You know, they don't have consistent arms. Um, The bullpen is not very good. The bats are, you know, Ole Miss all year was extremely home run dependent and – you know that, like you said earlier, Cade, that's just not a good formula for postseason baseball unless they get magically hot and you know you can't get them out, which could you know very well happen. This team has talent, but I, I just personally don't see it. But you know, going along with that, let's let's uh, let's break down the tournament a little bit. Let's um, let's pick out each regional, pick a winner, and uh, do some sleeper teams. So we'll uh, start off in the uh, Knoxville regional. The one seed is Tennessee. The two seed is Georgia Tech. The three seed is Campbell, and the four seed is Alabama State. Uh, Elizabeth, who do you have in this regional?
1: Um, I have Tennessee pretty easily.
0: Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's fair. It, it, it's it's hard to not say Tennessee after what they've done all season. Um, I think that this regional is going to actually be sneaky tough because I'm big on Campbell as our friend Lounge Dog oh, is, I and love I'm big Campbell. yes, and I'm big on Georgia Tech. Cade, what are you thinking?
2: Um, I, I got Tennessee winning the regional, but very in a similar fashion that Arkansas did last year. I see them losing a game. It's just the depth, uh, and not even pitching depth, but depth everywhere, every spot on the roster. The depth will uh, be enough to overcome whatever loss they might have, but I would not be surprised to see a Tennessee loss, whether that be to Tech or Campbell, but Tennessee from an overall depth standpoint um, is just going to wear those teams down.
0: Yes, I agree. I've got Tennessee in this one. So moving over to the Statesboro Regional, the one seed is Georgia Southern. They're the 16th overall seed. Um, the four seed is UNC Greensboro. The two seed is Notre Dame, who many think got snubbed out of a regional host. And the three seed is Texas Tech. Cade, who do you have in this one? Um, this one is an awesome,
2: awesome regional. Um, I love how the committee kind of said, uh, you know, Notre Dame, you're you really close to a, uh, a regional host why don't we throw a top 10 texas tech team as a three seed right there at you just because their rpi is bad um i went back and forth between notre dame and tech uh the entire time on this one uh i think i'm gonna go tech just from a consistency standpoint and i think you know you saw when the moment got big last year for notre dame maybe they grew for that but when the moment got big for notre dame last year they they're really talented but they kind of it kind of crumbled in big spots, especially in Starville. I know they're not playing anything like that at Georgia Southern. Uh, but, however, you are, you are going to be playing a really good team in Texas Tech. And I wouldn't be surprised at the moment kind of catches up to them again uh, because they play in such a small, small venue. And there's not a lot of high-pressure spots there. Uh, and I know Texas Tech has played, you know, high-pressure spots against Texas, TCU. They play – against big-time opponents in big-time environments all the time. And uh, so I like Tech moving on to that regional just from a standpoint of, you know, they've been there a lot longer than Notre Dame has and the consistency of their program. Um, maybe that's kind of a Mississippi State kind of take for me because just because they've done it before, they're going to do it again. But I do like Tech moving on there.
0: Elizabeth, who do you have?
1: I'm going to have to agree there. I, I have Tech moving on over Notre Dame. Um, feel a little for Georgia Southern. I really don't think that they're going to pull through in this one. But, I mean, I'm looking at Notre Dame's schedule right now, just kind of how they've fared throughout the year. Because, like Kate, I was also really torn about Notre Dame and Texas Tech. I mean, it is a great regional. I'm just looking. And Notre Dame, they've had some good wins. Um, but they've also had some really bad losses, and I think that's going to catch up to them. Yeah, they started def- kind of hot, got a little they kind of went back and forth. I'll give it to them but um, I don't see them I don't see them beating tech.
0: You know, I was torn on this one as well, but I'm a big you know storylines guy. I'm gonna go with Notre Dame here. A lot of people including Notre Dame felt like they should have been a host. I think they're gonna come in with a chip on their shoulder. And I think that they are – I really think that they're going to win this regional. Um, they're going to learn from last year, playing in one of the toughest environments, you know, in college baseball. Probably the toughest environment, if we're being honest. And I really think they're going to get it done. I do feel bad for Georgia Southern. I feel like this is kind of like Louisiana Tech last year. You know, they were the 16 seed overall, got to host their own regional in Ruston. Um, and it was Alabama, you know, NC State who made the run to Omaha. Um, and I can't remember the other team, but, you know, NC State obviously won that regional. But you feel for them, but, you know, it's t- they got a tough draw. And I think that Notre Dame team is going to be pissed off and is going to move on to the Supers. All right, so moving on to the Stanford regional, the uh, one seed is Stanford. The four seed is Binghamton. The two seed is Texas State. The three seed is UC Santa Barbara. Cade, what do you got?
2: Um, Texas State and UC Santa Barbara, um, obviously that those two and three seeds match up better than any two, three seeds um, than any other bracket uh, in, in any of the regionals because Texas State, uh, UC Santa Barbara, I think 43 and 45 wins respectively. That, that's incredible. Both of them had incredible seasons. But I think Stanford being able to be the 1-0 and team, Right off the bat, versus Texas State or UC Santa Barbara having to go one and one at first um, and putting Stanford in the driver's seat for the winner's bracket will pay dividends here. Otherwise, I'd love to go Texas State or UC Santa Barbara, but because uh, being Campton obviously uh, finished under 500, um, you know, congratulations to them, automatic qualifier. But uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that Stanford's going to move on to the one and no game. Uh, right off the bat, whereas Texas State or UC Santa Barbara is going to have to fall into a loser's bracket. And based off that alone, um, I think it's going to be too tough for Stanford. It's going to be too tough to, to knock off Stanford uh, from the winner's bracket.
0: So I got Stanford moving on with that one. And they're
2: also playing awesome, awesome baseball.
0: Yeah, they are. I, you know, <sighs> I watched them play that game against Texas, and I saw their closer do the horns down. I'm going with Texas State. I don't know why. It's kind of just that gut feeling. But, you know, they've had a really great season. And there was an argument to be made for them hosting instead of Georgia Southern. But they do play in a really tough regional. But, you know, I'm going with Texas State. Something about Texas baseball, you know, I, I, I just got a feeling. Elizabeth, what do you think?
1: Okay. Um, I'm thinking Stanford's going to beat Binghamton pretty easily. Um, no offense to Binghamton, of course. I think Texas State beats UC Santa Barbara, and from there, you know, when all is said and done, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good little matchup between Stanford and Texas State. Um, no matter which one loses, it's gonna come bouncing back. They're gonna face off again. I do have Stanford um, ultimately finishing on top.
0: Man, y'all, y'all don't have any faith in the underdog. Come on, Texas uh, State.
2: Congratulations. I, congratulations for winning 45 games, Texas State. I'm going to throw you against 43 when you see Santa Barbara as a three seed real quick. Um, yeah, I mean, I would love to go Texas State. I was watching the Horns Down game with you. I mean, that 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 was electric. It was one of my favorite moments of college baseball this entire year. And I think they are really, really good. I just think that they're one of the toughest regionals in America.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, Stanford – uh that might be my national chat pick later so we'll see yeah stay tuned to definitely find out um moving to the college park regional so maryland is the one seed the 15th overall seed long island is the four seed uh the two seed is wake forest and the three seed is a yukon a sneakily tough tough regional for maryland uh elizabeth what do you have
1: you know um i might have to go with the underdog here i get maryland's had a pretty historic season by their standards um, but I do like Wake Forest. I think they'll come out roaring. They'll be ready to go, and I wouldn't be surprised at all for um, Wake Forest to take down Maryland. Just catch them by surprise, pretty much.
2: Um, no. I like I like UConn in this one. Um, I, I don't know a lot about any of these teams. Um, in particular, uh, no Maryland had a great great year. Um, but. Yeah, and Maryland being at 15 is a little too low, honestly, uh, the season they had. But uh, that's a different topic for a different day. But I know UConn has been consistently a top-20 team all year. Uh, I like paying attention to a lot of the mid-majors. They have really good pitching staff. Uh, them and Gonzaga are, are, I think, two of the, the two best mid-majors um, in all of college baseball. Like I said, don't know a ton about these four, but I do know that UConn has been a model of consistency all year. And uh, so I'd lean that way.
0: You know, I am really just I, – I don't believe in Big Ten baseball. I hate to say that. I hate to put them on blast, but I, I really don't. Um, I know that they have, one of their pitchers through a perfect game, or, and, you know, that's an amazing accomplishment. But I, I've got to go Wake Forest here. You know, they've been battle-tested in the ACC, which is one of the best conference all year this year. And, you know, Maryland – the Big Ten is just so – you know, Michigan won their conference in, in the conference tournament. It's so, it's so weird. I mean, they had a 30-16 to 16 game. I, I've got to go with Wake Forest here in the ACC, um, and I think that's going to set up for an amazing, amazing super regional between Wake Forest and Texas State. For and That's what I have. Uh, let's, let's move to the Corvallis region. So we've got the one seed there is Oregon State. They're the number three overall seed. The four seed is New Mexico State. The two seed is Vanderbilt, and the three seed is San Diego. Uh, Cade, who do you have here?
2: Um, I'm never going to pick against Enrique Bradfield anytime I get the opportunity to do so, and I'm not going to in this instance either. Uh, Oregon State, great year, uh, a really really good college baseball team. Uh, shout out to the baseball out West this year; they've been really really solid this year. Um, when the SEC kind of had a little bit of a down year, the Pac-12 has been. Really, really good this season. Uh, that being said, that I, I cannot pick against all of the uh, MLB talent that Vandy has on their roster. Um, I'm, I'm going to always kind of be a believer in Vandy because of that in the postseason, regardless of who they're playing against. Uh, they kind of just have that, uh, I guess, Alabama football factor where you know maybe they're having a down year, but God, they're way more talented than you. They're probably going to beat you. They probably can beat you. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave Vandy from a talent standpoint and because I know that they have the best player on the field and maybe the best player in college baseball on the field.
0: Elizabeth, what do you have?
1: Yeah, I've also got to go with Vandy there. Um, Oregon State's had a good year, really good year. Just kind of looking, they've started slipping as of late. I know that's something to kind of pay attention to. They dropped a game, which I'm sure both of you saw it, by a score of twenty. 5-22 5-22 to 22 against UCLA on Saturday. Yeah. They gave up, I think it was, eight runs in the bottom of the ninth inning. You can't do that and be a competitive team that's going to make it all the way to Omaha. And I get you're in the middle of the tournament, your pitchers are spent, but an eight run, that's a little ridiculous. I've got Vandy, um, just because I think they have really everything they need. They've had some bad spots this season, but they've got everything they need to take down a team especially as the underdogs like Tim Corbin will have them in shape and ready to go
0: yeah I've got Vanderbilt as well it's it's <laughs> Enrique Bradfield Jr. gave me a uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. vibes against um in the 2018 ALCS against the Astros with when he was with the Red Sox but you know he what he did and you know Tuesday I think it was yeah late Tuesday night against Ole Miss was the first time that I've really gotten to sit down and watch him and only focus on you know, him in that game. And just the attention that he draws from the other coaches, I mean, the respect that he has, I mean, you know, anytime he's going to hit a single, it's going to turn into a double because he's going to steal a bag. And just, you know, like Cade said, the talent that Vanderbilt has, I mean, it, it seems like they just, you know, they can just pick a name out of a hat and bring out a dude that's throwing 97, you know, and, you know, they're good. And it's just, it's insane how Tim, Tim Corbin does it year in and year out. So I, I've got Vanderbilt as well. I have my concerns about Oregon State. You know, eight runs in the ninth inning is Mike Bianco-esque, as I'd like to say. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I, you can't trust that type of bullpen. I mean, there's got to be – I think they had two outs as well, if I'm remembering correctly. It, so it that's just – that's brutal. But uh, moving on to the Auburn regional, the one seed is Auburn. They're the 14th overall seed. The four seed is Southeastern Louisiana. The two seed is UCLA. The three seed is Florida State. Elizabeth, what do you got?
1: I am very torn on this one right here. I don't – personally, I don't think Auburn really deserved the regional hosting spot. Um, They beat some good teams early on, and I get that that's um, played a factor into it just with their RPI and stuff. But um, honestly, I am – I'm leaning towards, like, UCLA. I think I'm leaning more towards UCLA than Auburn.
0: Cade, what about you? Kate, Well, that's fine. We'll uh, go ahead with my pick here. I am – I have seen Southeastern Louisiana play, and I think they're going to give Auburn all they can handle. And I really just, you know, I don't think I don't see Auburn winning this regional. Mm-mm. I think they could very easily go zero and two, because that Southeastern Louisiana team is is really good. They're a really tough mid major. Um, you know, they they beat Ole Miss. And I'm pretty sure they beat a couple of other you know high end teams as well. So you know, I'm gonna lean with UCLA. But I I really just, you know, I would you know it's it's it would be strange to see a four seed make it. I'm high on them, but I'm I'm gonna go UCLA here. Um and I you're right. I don't think Auburn deserved that regional spot. I think they're slipping as of late. You know, Sonny Dechiro has kind of fallen off a little bit. Um and they just haven't really impressed me that much after, you know, the beginning of the season. Hey, so, I'm sorry. My mic uh my mic kinda cut. No, you're uh, good.
2: We're, uh, I, we're I do like Auburn uh kind of going two and few here. Um like I said, uh, Southeast Louisiana, uh, they beat Ole Miss and Arkansas earlier in the year. Um, so, um, I, I could very easily see it's two and Q, uh, UCLA and Florida state, uh, both really good teams. It kind of gives me Ole Miss regional vibes last year where you had Florida state as a three, a really good two. And, Southeastern Louisiana, they're a really good team. And Simo was a really good team last year as well. Uh, I know they had one of the best pitchers in the country. And Ole Miss kind of struggled in game one. but uh, kind of survived only because of Tim Elko Grand Slam. But um, I could see Auburn going two and here, But I don't think they will. But I'm going to go UCLA outright.
0: Yeah. And I I definitely agree with that. And, you know, just from looking over our picks, there's a lot of these regionals that are that are really tough and, you know, that you could see any team winning Um, moving to some of my favorite regionals, not this one, but the one that it's paired with. So this is the Blacksburg regional. So Virginia Tech is the one seed here. Um, Gonzaga's or Wright State is the four seed. Gonzaga is the two seed and Columbia is the three seed. Gonzaga is sneaky good. Um, Virginia Tech has been consistent all year, and I'm going to go with them. But Gonzaga could give them a lot of trouble. Um, if you remember, you know, honestly, two weeks ago, Gonzaga was slotted for that 16 seed. And sometimes like you, you could see him as a 15 overall. But you know, Gonzaga is going to give them a run for their money. But ultimately, I think Virginia Tech pulls it out. Um, Elizabeth, what do you think?
1: I'm going to have to agree with you there. Um, it'll come down to Gonzaga and Virginia Tech. But I think Virginia Tech's consistency is going to show and it's going to lead them through pretty easily.
0: Yeah. Okay. what do you got? I like
2: Gonzales' arms. Um, I think they have the best group of arms of anyone in America outside of Tennessee. Um, and so I lean arms in the postseason. Um, arms have continually uh, kind of shown in the postseason that it's what matters most. Um, So, I mean, you saw it last year with Arkansas. They were really, really good, had an awesome lineup, but lacked depth in the arms outside of cops and kind of cost them. Um, So I'm going to have to lean arms here, and I think they got the best set of anyone in the country outside of Tennessee.
0: Yeah, that's definitely – Gonzaga's up there for sure. Now, this is probably my favorite regional – it's going to be the Gainesville Regional. So the one seed here is Florida. The four seed is Central Michigan. The two seed is Big 12 champion Oklahoma, and the three seed is Liberty, who, if you remember correctly, took a series from Florida earlier in the year. Uh, Cade, what do you have in this one?
2: Um, man, I really think Oklahoma should have been the host over Auburn. Um, this is a really tough regional. Um, Liberty also has another really good set of arms. Uh, but I'm I'm going to have to roll between the two hottest teams in America, between Florida and Oklahoma. And I'm going to lean Oklahoma here. Um, just the gut feel. Um, I, I like the Sooners.
0: Elizabeth, what you got?
1: Um, I think I'm going to have to go with – dang, this is another tough one. Um, Florida's been hot lately, very hot. It seems like they're clicking at the right time. I don't know if that's enough to uh, lead them over Oklahoma. Big 12 champion, Oklahoma. Yes. Um, so I think I'm also going to have to go with Oklahoma. But it, it will be a dog fight, but it will be Oklahoma.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think was it was last year that Florida hosted and they, like, barely had any fans <laughs> show up to the regional. Is that right? I, think I don't know if Florida was a host last year. Then they kind of have a down year. They I check that out. I can't remember, but I remember seeing something about their fans just not, you know, really showing up to the regionals or anything like that. I'm going Oklahoma. They should have been a host. Big Tw- Big Twelve champion. Um, I think they're hot. You know, Florida obviously had a great run in the SEC tournament, but I just I, some, you know, I, something about Oklahoma, and you know, I, I think Oklahoma's going to get it done. I think it will be a really, really, really entertaining regional though liberty has a shot you know they were on fire to start the year um and i don't really know much about central michigan but you know obviously if they won their conference there there's something to write about and florida you know like we previously mentioned went all the way to the sec championship game Uh, moving on to the college station regionals the one seed is texas a&m the fifth overall seed the four seed is oral roberts the two seed is tcu in the three seed is Louisiana, another amazing, amazing regional with a ton of storylines. Potentially, you know, TCU, TCU facing Jim Schlossnagle, and it's you know a rematch. I, this this regional really has everything you want. Um, Cade, what do you think? Uh,
2: we discussed how we both really, really like A and M, and I love I love TCU as well. And I like the storyline, revenge on floss, for leaving, et cetera, et cetera, whatever you want to make it to be. I also think Oral Roberts has a really good baseball team. I was really impressed when they came to Oxford earlier this year. Um, As I told you earlier in the year, Luka, that we did play a pretty good uh, non-conference with VCU and Oral Roberts, Um, getting distracted to the point here, but... I really like a and I like the middle of that order. Um, I like their bullpen pieces. I think they can piece enough together to make a deep run. And I know the middle of that order and, and the peskiness and how they just kind of keep fighting. They're never kind of out of the game. Um, no matter what kind of lead you have, I, I, like, I like Texas A&M winning this one. Yeah. Elizabeth, what about you?
1: I also like Texas A&M winning this one. Um, I think it's. I think Coach Schlossnagle has put them in the right direction. I think they're going to make some sort of like storybook run here. So I really like them.
0: You know, Texas A&M reminds me of another maroon and white team, except obviously last year they they remind me of Mississippi State a lot. Just the resiliency. You know, Alabama was up six to one in the SEC tournament against them, and just boom, Texas A&M all the way back. That you know that reminds me of what a lot of Mississippi State last year you know against Virginia in the College World Series against Ole Miss mm-hmm. that Sunday, um and start or Saturday or I Sunday. was just about to say it it's, just like yeah. it's just like the Virginia, yeah, it was just like the Virginia State game last year. I mean this this Texas A&M team there there's something different about them. Maybe it's that devil magic you know with wearing maroon or something like that. But I, I like them. I like them to go a long way. Um, you know, they will have a challenge with this Louisville regional. Um, you know, Louisville is the one seed here. SEMO, um, who a team that Ole Miss is familiar with, is the four seed again. Uh, the two seed is Oregon. The three seed is Michigan. Elizabeth, what do you got?
1: Um, sorry, I'm literally – I have this whole thing pulled up so I can see it all at once, and I am scrolling to find it.
0: No, you're totally fine. We can go Cade first if you. If yeah, you. go Cade first, absolutely. All right, All right Cade, um,
2: Michigan Obviously, made a little bit of a late run, um, and I mean, I don't, I don't know a ton about Oregon. I, I do know way too much about SEMA. Uh It kind of seems more blah of a regional. I don't know. That's because I don't know as much about any of those teams. And uh, kind of when I see blah, I'm just gonna lean with the best of the block, and I'm going to go Dan McDonald,
0: future head coach for Ole Miss. Uh, I'm going to lean Louisville in this one. It's a very uh, a very bold prediction going with Dan McDonald as the, the next head coach at Ole Miss. Elizabeth, what do you have?
1: Yeah, I'm not familiar with the, all of these teams either. Um, I know Michigan just kind of snuck in there and won their tournament. Uh, SEMA is pretty good. I remember um, watching them against Ole Miss – this year was that this year
0: last year last well they year. beat they beat Ole Miss in the midweek this year 13, oh yes three. they did that's right I okay completely so that forgot did, that's about
1: what that. I'm thinking then but um yeah. I still I just got to go with Louisville here I don't know a whole lot but I trust that they put them in the right spot
2: well Dan yeah. McDonald's been to Omaha five times for a reason and it's, it's because he's not gonna lose to teams like Simo Um uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like the consistency of that Louisville program. Um, they've stayed a model of consistency, and I, I kind of lean toward consistent programs in the postseason.
0: Yeah, I've definitely got to go with the uh, fighting Dan McDonald's here. Um, fun fact: his son goes to Ole Miss, so maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll come to Oxford. But you know, Louisville has been the model of consistency. You know, outside of you know, the, every team has a down year, but. To make Omaha five times and I think he got here into that or got to Louisville in two thousand eight, I wanna say. I might be wrong about that. And um, you always gotta think,
2: you gotta subtract the year because one of the years doesn't even really count. Yeah. And I seen mean,
0: the COVID year, they were probably a lot to go Omaha. Yes, they were they were very competitive, very good team then. Um I, I'm gonna go with Louisville here. Just, you know, Michigan maybe coming on strong. I, I will say the thing I do know is that this might be the best offense, offensive regional that we have. Uh, Semo can mash. Um, Oregon can hit. Don't really know too much about Michigan, but obviously they're a good team. If they won the Big Ten, um, you know, won their tournament, and we know Louisville can mash. So really excited. I really it should should be have a lot been offensive. Offensive. that would have been stuck
2: in this one. Uh, yes, that's a lot of so predictions have. Yeah. But uh, the Oregon, I, I just don't know anything about them. I know the Vandy and Louisville would have been really, really intriguing.
0: Yes. Moving on to the Coral Gables Regional. I have a feeling I know who Kate is going to pick here. The one seed is Miami. Uh, the four seed is Kinesis. And the two seed is Arizona. And the three seed, the Ole Miss Rebels, the last team in the tournament. Um, let's go with Elizabeth here. What do you have?
1: <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to go with Miami here. I'm sorry. I'm really boo, sorry. Boo.
0: Boo. No, no faith. No faith. You know,
1: my dad went to Ole Miss and graduated from there. I would not mind seeing Ole Miss win it. I just don't think it's going to happen this year. I'm going to be honest.
0: That's fair. That's definitely a, a fair assessment. Cade, what do you got? Uh,
2: I like Ole Miss here. And and not only did they get to sneak in as the last team in the field, but they also said, you know what? I'm going to pair you up with two teams that are limping into the postseason. And one of those rare occurrences where the NCAA did us a favor. Um, and last year, obviously, Arizona uh, putting Ole Miss out. You got a little bit of a motivation factor because you can say that doesn't exist, but the exact same baseball team is in Oxford. Everybody back besides what, Kale and Doug. Uh, Doug, Doug. Yeah, so – Yeah. Um, I like Ole Miss. I like a little bit of a revenge uh, over Arizona, and uh, I I don't I don't like Miami a ton. I think they're kind of limping into the. I know they started out extremely hot. I know like a month ago they were the number two, number three team in America, and have kind of limped their way uh, to the postseason ever since. Uh, new life for Ole Miss after a rocky start. You get to go back to zero and zero. Um, so I like the revs, and I like the revs not just from I go to Ole Miss standpoint, but I like their roster and how they match up uh, in this regional
0: as well. You know, I'm I'm really torn. the The Homer and me wants to go Ole Miss. You know what? I'm you know what? I'm going Ole Miss. Screw it. You know, if you give me a team full of nine Ben Van Cleves and five Dylan Deluches, <laughs> we are winning the whole damn thing. Um, we're we're definitely not, but you know, like you said, Arizona's been limping a little bit. Miami's limping, and these Ole Miss seniors and the guys on the team last year—they have a sour taste in their mouth from you know the sixteen to one beatdown in Game Three of a Super against Arizona. I think they win this regional. Um, I you know I I don't I you just don't you never know. All with Mike Bianco, uh, I don't think he's ever won a road regional though so that is something to keep in mind but there's a first for everything and it, it's going to be interesting and the regional that they're paired up with the Hattiesburg regional I mean the storylines could be endless you've got Southern Miss as the one seed Army as the four seed LSU is the two seed Kennesaw State is the three seed uh, Cade what do you have in this one um just to throw everything off I'm
2: gonna go to Kennesaw State um they're playing really, really good baseball. They might have gotten at large anyway without winning their conference. And just to kind of throw off the storylines of, you know, LSU, Arizona, LSU, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Ole Miss Southern Miss, um, I like Kennesaw State kind of coming in there and ruining everybody's plans of a dream super and uh, setting up a date in Oxford uh, for a super. And I remember Kennesaw State, uh, what year was it, 2014, 2015?
0: Yes, when I was. Um,
2: kind of took Alabama to the woodshed in the Tallahassee Regional. So they have a really consistent baseball program. They're usually there just about every year. And they're playing really good baseball as of late. And just to kind of come in there and ruin everybody's plans, um, I like
0: a little sneaky threesome here. Elizabeth, what do you got?
1: i'm gonna have to say go tigers on this one um southern miss has started slipping a good bit as of late they did get hot too they rose all the way to like number four or five in the polls um which is a pretty big deal especially like you know smaller conference smaller school like southern miss they've always had a good baseball program but i just i don't think you can count out lsu and i think it's gonna be lsu
0: This, another tough one, Um, Southern Miss is slipping as of late. Um, You know, they did not win their conference tournament. They are, you know, I know they're an 11 seed here, but I really didn't even know if they'd host, to be honest, because they were slipping so much. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got to go with LSU. It's really, really hard to turn down, you know, watching those championship goals, I think is what they call them, um, on Sunday or whenever they're going to wear them, I guess, maybe Monday. But you know, I really like their bats, you know, and they got hot. I know they got swept by Ole Miss, but then they turned around, went down to Vanderbilt and swept them. Um, and so, do the, y'all
2: like the Kennesaw State LSU championship or do y'all think Southern Miss
0: LSU championship? I think um, it's going to be a, Y'all obviously don't like Southern Miss a whole lot. Yeah, I, I really don't. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go, yeah, I, I could see Kennesaw State LSU uh, championship. I don't, I really don't know too much about Kennesaw State. Um, so, I, I definitely could. I just I don't think that Southern is going to win it. They've, they've struggled down the stretch, and I, I think LSU playing in the SEC and their fans, oh, my gosh, the Pete is going to be crawling with LSU fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I really think LSU's got this one. So let's see. Moving to the Stillwater Regional. Uh, it's going to be Oklahoma State, who's the seventh overall seed. Missouri State is the four seed. Arkansas is the two seed. And Grand Canyon is the three seed. Um, Cade, what do you got in this one?
2: Um, the bottom two, obviously, don't know a whole lot about. Uh, I do know a lot about Arkansas, though, and I don't think they're very good. Haven't thought they have been very good since the beginning of the year, honestly. Yeah. Just kind of piece things together, found ways to win, but weren't really impressive in doing so. Um, And Oklahoma State has been really, really good all year. Uh, I don't – I think this is one of the fairly easiest regionals to call. Um, I like – I like Oklahoma State and I like them pretty easily.
0: Yeah. Elizabeth, what about you?
1: Yeah, same here. Oklahoma State pretty easily.
0: Yeah, I think we've all got a consensus here. I don't like Arkansas – Um, Not that I don't like them, but I I don't like their team. I don't like the way they're constructed. Um, So I'm going to go Oklahoma State here. Um, And they're paired up with the Chapel Hill Regional. Uh, The one seed is North Carolina. The four seed is Hofstra. The two seed is Georgia. And the three seed is Cade's second favorite team, the VCU Rams. Um, Elizabeth, what do you have here?
1: You see, if Georgia had not been falling so much as of late, I might – say that they had a chance of upsetting North Carolina. But, I mean, they're pre- they are pre—they look like they're going to be North Carolina's biggest test, and I don't know if that's saying a whole lot. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with North Carolina.
0: I, I'm going to make my pick second here because I know Kate is going to have a lot to say. I am going to go with VCU here. Um, I watched them in Oxford. I followed them all season. I've looked at some in-depth numbers, some analytics about them. And I think they're perfect. They're built for Omaha. I think – well, not even Omaha. I think they're built for this regional, I should say. Omaha's jumping the gun a little bit. But I think they're going to win this regional. Um, Cade, what about you?
2: Um, I would love – I actually really like this regional. Um, I I like the teams, and I like how they match up. Not necessarily I like these teams going forward, but I like how they all match up with one another. I think they're all pretty similar teams. Um, If Georgia can get into the winner's bracket and throw Cannon – uh, against UNC, uh, that really throws a wrinkle in things. But I don't know if they win game one because Georgia's just been kind of falling really, really bad. Uh, obviously, it should have been four. To come back in game three. the was very good. Um, but I like the VCU pick. I want to go VCU. Uh, Carolina's hot, though and battle-tested, um,
0: I go UNC, the championship against VCU. That's fair. All right, we're getting down to our last two regionals here. The Greenville Regional, the one seed is East Carolina, the four seed is Coppin State, the two seed is Virginia, and the three seed is Coastal Carolina. Cade, what do you have? Uh, read
2: that one again, Coastal Carolina, East- Virginia, and who?
0: Uh East is the one. Coppin State is the four. The two seed is Virginia. The three seed is Coastal. Okay. Um East Carolina, I think, has won eighteen straight games. Uh
2: Cliff Goblin makes makes those two regionals feels so like every year. Uh Coastal's been awesome this year again, though. It's cool to see that uh, you know, they're kind of getting attention again ever since their yeah. national championship. Uh, they've been really hot as of late. Um and Virginia's been pretty consistent all year as well. The RPI is kind of faulty, but uh, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm going go with uh, East Carolina because you know you win 18 straight games. You don't do that by accident. And I think Cliff Godwin is the king of making super regionals, just like his old
0: boss. That's that's definitely a fair point, Elizabeth. What do you got?
1: I'm gonna say. Ooh, this is another they're all some pretty tough ones in here this one's got a good little group in it um i think like kate i'm gonna have to go with east carolina here i like what they bring to the table um they're very well rounded i'd say um they can look like they can compete with just about anybody so far so i'm gonna have to go with them
0: yeah, I'm gonna make this easy. I'm gonna go East Carolina. Um, Ole Miss players in 2014 rave about Cliff Godwin. I'm, you know, gonna trust him to make another Super. He's still yet to make Omaha, but just, you know, another thing. He, well, I guess Mike's made it once, but struggles in Omaha appearances, just like his former boss. But yeah, I have East Carolina in this one. And now, probably, honestly, this might be my favorite regional. The Austin regional, the one seed is Texas. The four seed is Air Force. The two seed is Louisiana tech and the three seed is Dallas Baptist. This regional is just brutal. Louisiana tech wins their conference. Dallas Baptist has been great all year. Don't know too much about air force, but you know, Texas definitely, you know, they were the number one team in the country. They've fallen off quite a bit. I'm really interested in this regional Elizabeth. What do you have?
1: If I'm not mistaken, did it Air Force beat Texas at the midweek this year?
0: I will... Was dub- it
1: Air Force?
0: Let me double check on that real quick.
1: Because I think they played, like, um, two games. But um, anyway, while you're kind of looking at that, there's a reason that Texas was picked as the number one team in the country pretty early on. They've fallen off, but... I'm a little surprised that they are um, seeded as high as they are, the number nine overall seed. Mm-hmm. That's a little surprising to me. I would say more like a 12, 13, 14 seed, somewhere in there. Yeah. I really, I think I'm going to have to go with Texas just because, like I said, there's a reason that they – were viewed as easily the most talented team in America. I mean, I know it was before the season started and I know that they stayed up there for a little bit during the first like few games. But they slipped. They fell out of the top twenty five in some polls it's at a point in the middle of the season. They've come back. I like Texas.
0: So Texas Oh, I'll make it and... oh go ahead. No, you're good. I was just gonna so Texas lost to Air Force 14 to 2 and beat Air Force the next day 12 to 10. So, Air Force is no pushover. Okay, yeah. what, what do you got? I want to make it simple Texas.
2: Texas is really deep. Texas has a really good bullpen and Texas has Yvonne Melendez. Uh, I'll make it simple for y'all.
0: I got Texas. Yeah, I, it's, it's really, really, really hard to pick against Texas here. <clears throat> I think their regional is really, really great, really, really tough. I, I really like Lane Burroughs and what he's doing at Louisiana Tech. I really like this Dallas Baptist team, but it's hard to go against Texas. I'm going to go with the fighting Matthew McConaughey's. Uh, give me the Longhorns. And I, you know what? I'm going to pick them to go to Omaha too. A little insight to our next uh, a segment. So pick, we're going to pick our Omaha eight. Um, and, uh, yeah, Kay, do you want to go first for this one? I guess Elizabeth, if you're ready, you can go first too.
1: Okay, I've got. So I wrote down all of my um, super regional matchups. So okay. I, I've, I've got over Texas Tech. Okay. I've got. Oh, it's so it's just so hard to pick against Texas. I've got Texas over East Carolina. Mm-hmm. I've got Texas A and M over Louisville. I've got Virginia Tech over Oklahoma. Stanford over Wake Forest, Oklahoma State over North Carolina, LSU over Miami, and UCLA over Vandy.
0: All, all really, really great picks. Um, I've, you know, I, I, it's, I'm torn on it as well. I've obviously got Tennessee going. Uh, I've got Tennessee beating Notre Dame. I have Stanford, or no? I have Texas State beating Wake Forest. I have Vanderbilt beating. I think I picked UCLA. Yeah, I picked UCLA. I've got Vanderbilt beating UCLA. I have Virginia Tech beating Oklahoma. I have Texas A&M. Like I said, I'm gonna roll with them until the wheels fall off. Something about wearing maroon in baseball must be a good luck charm. I've got Texas A&M. Um. Between Ole Miss and LSU, I, I just don't know. Alex Box Stadium is going to be going insane, um, and it's so hard for Ole Miss. That would mean Ole Miss would have to go five and one in Alex Box Stadium uh, this season. So I'm going to have to go LSU there, um, and then I'm going to have to go Oklahoma State, and then I'm going to go Texas. I really believe in this Texas team. I think they're going to turn it on for the postseason. Um, and you know, I, I they made it last year. They fell a couple games short. Um, you know, they lost the state before what was that? The semifinal round, I'm pretty sure. Um, and so I, I, I've, I, yeah, I've finals. Yes, and so I, I've got I've got Texas. Um, Kate, are you available to make your picks? Not so. Kate is going to go with Ole Miss as a national champion. I can already uh, I can already tell there. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening to episode one. We will for sure be able to uh, do some recaps of the regionals, and we hope you guys Yo, – so, Oh, I'm sorry. My mic cut off again. No, you're fast. good. I, I, I said that you were going to pick Ole Miss to win the national championship. Is that fair? <laughs> oh, no. No, it's not. I like
2: a winning the natty. I'll read, I'll read off the matchups. Um, right. So, I had Tennessee Tech. Um, I like Tennessee advancing way too deep. I think Texas Tech has a really good club, uh, but Tennessee is way too deep. Um, The Texas, East Carolina, the 9-8, Texas, I really think. I like Texas bullpen. I like bullpens in the postseason. Um, A&M and Louisville, uh, this is interesting. I really like. You know, like I said, the consistency of Louisville's program. I love their bats. This is going to be a slug fest of a super regional. Um, and I think AM slugs. Um, the Gainesville regional uh, had Oklahoma and the Blacksville regional had Gonzaga, two, two seeds. So um, obviously, I think Oklahoma would host that. Um, how about Oklahoma and Texas both being in Omaha? I feel like that'd be really interesting. I'm going to go Oklahoma. And uh, I had Stanford uh, versus UConn. Uh, I like Stanford advancing uh, at UNC uh, versus Oklahoma State. I'm riding the hot uh, with North Carolina. I feel like they go on the road into Stillwater and take care of business. Um, I have Ole Miss and Kennesaw State. and. This pains me to pick Ole Miss because i refuse refused to pick Ole Miss, but Kennesaw State and Omaha just doesn't sound right. So I'll roll Ole Miss. Uh, Swayze would be incredible. Um, and then I have UCLA versus Vandy. And like I said before, I roll Enrique Bradfield. Uh, so my eight are Vandy, Ole Miss, North Carolina, Stanford, Oklahoma, Texas A&M,
0: Texas, and Tennessee. Yeah, I, I I like all those, but I will say Ole Miss in Omaha sounds a lot more uh, a lot more weird than Kennesaw State and Omaha does. Just gotta uh, throw that out there, you know, with Mike Bianco, just a little jab at him. But um, like we like I said earlier, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll definitely do some recaps of the regional games. Um, this weekend, and you know, I think we're gonna have a ton to talk about with all these regionals. We've got some great matchups, and uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. I hope y'all have a great Memorial Day.